what these young bloods have to understand that this game has always been and will always be about buckets. Just attack the basket. Welcome to Buckets, brought to you by BetMGM, the king of sportsbooks. Well, Thanksgiving buckets for you there, if you choose to celebrate. This is your Tuesday Best Bets episode. This is going to be the last show of the week, by the way. We'll be done uh, for the week, taking off of the holiday. We'll be back on Monday with the uh, future Jays talking all things from the week. We'll get you caught up on everything. In-season tournament, best bets for Monday, etc. Hope you guys have a safe and healthy holiday. But I know that you're also going to be betting NBA. And to do that, we're going to bring on Jay Money. You can find him on Twitter at jmoneyismoney and in the Action Network app. And Brian Fonseca, you know him from all over the place, Five Reasons Sports, as well as all of our coverage on both NBA and boxing here at the Action Network. Brian Fonseca, glad to have you guys on with me. Reminder, everything we talk about can be found in the award-winning Action Network app. You want to download it. You want to do it right now. You can track all those bets. We got NFL and college games and college basketball and uh, the the Maui thing with college basketball and NBA tournament. There's so much stuff. You're going to want to track it. Do it in the Action Network app. You can also check out our YouTube page, youtube.com slash the Action Network. And that will get you set for everything that you want to know about everything, all of our live shows, all sorts of great content on youtube.com slash the action network. All right, let's get to the Tuesday's best bets in the National Basketball Association. Brian Fonseca, what's your best bet for Tuesday? DeAndre Hunter over 18 and a half PRA against the Indiana Pacers. Okay. Jay Money, what are your best bets for Tuesday? Give me the Toronto Raptors plus the one and a half. Okay, I'm going to go with Magic Raptors under 216 and a half. I'm going to go with Cavs Sixers over 220. I'm going to go with the Indiana Pacers plus three and a half. I'm going to go with the Los Angeles Lakers minus eight. And we're going to have to talk about Hawks Sixers because, or I'm sorry, Hawks Pacers, because I think on the total, I think, I, I, I think I'm going to want the over, but we're going to have to talk about it. Let's, uh, let's start with that game because I think it's the most interesting game on the board. Uh, Hawks and Pacers. Pacers with a real chance to make the in-season tournament, and I think they really do want to win this game. Um, Brian, you like DeAndre Hunter in this spot. What do you like about this as far as a bounce-back spot for DeAndre Hunter's PRA? The over-under for this game is 250, so we can start there. Um, DeAndre (laughs) Hunter uh, has not been getting his overs lately. He's actually been struggling from the field a lot. But last game, he had nine points and a rebound. at halftime and was ejected very early on in the third quarter because of a bad foul call that he was arguing against uh, against Philadelphia 76ers. So probably on his way to get that over, but did not. Um, but I do think that this is a good get right spot for him. He's only gotten this over once in seven games and is somebody who can play better than he has been, quite frankly. And sort of playing against the Indiana Pacers, that would make a lot of sense for a get right game for DeAndre Hunter, who's been struggling from the field. You're going to have a lot of pace. You're going to have a lot of offense and not a lot of defense, not a lot of resistance. So he should be able to find his shots uh, effectively. And ultimately, I think he can produce in a game like this to sort of get his rhythm going back. Again. Okay. Look, I, I'm not, I, I have this, the total on this game is it opened in the two forties. 
and immediately got bet up. It's currently sitting at 250 and a half. Guess, Jay. Oh, I want I want you to guess what I have this number projected at. Guess. Two, uh, 265. Brian, what's your guess? 258. 268 and a half points is what I got this game projected at. Uh, look, I mean, you know, the, the the numbers keep going up on the Hawks. They keep going up. And this team winds up and it's still or on the Pacers and they still keep going over consistently. Pacers overs this season are 11 and one with a clearance of 13.9 points. Think about that. Like we are 12 games into the season and they are averaging 14 points over the total on these games. I don't think that they can get to a high enough number. I think it's exponential when we look in these types of spots. Um, The question I think is Carlisle lit him up for their defense, like lit him up after that loss the other night to the magic, just burn them to a a crisp in the post game. And then, you know, they'll be in their face about it. Hawks are seven, four and one to the over Mm -hmm. as well. Um, I just kind of think that in this type of game, regardless of what your intentions are, I don't think either team is equipped to stop one another. I don't think either team can stop one another, Jay. So I, I don't think I'm not going to put a, a like, I'm I, I'm going to play a small, like a fraction of a, of a unit play on it, but I am going to play the over on this game. I still think at 250, it's low. Yeah, no, that's a good point. Um, I, I can't bet unders with the Pacers. I mean, you look at the just the way that they, they run their pace. I mean, they can score. They can put up 20 points in three minutes alone themselves. So it's really hard to bet an under. At this point, at this point total, I mean, I'd like to say there's value on the under. I, everybody knows that they're 11-1 to the over, so they're going to keep just putting. I mean, you might see 255s at some point. But in this particular game, in the bounce back spot, they were down 40 versus the Magic. If they're going to bring it, that means they have to bring it on a defensive end, in my opinion. Um, I'd lean first quarter under, but as the game goes on, I mean, things could really get crazy. But um, I think at least to start, the Pacers will be at least a little locked in on defensive end. But it still might be enough. I mean, I, I can't bet it. I'll tell you straight up. One reason I'm not sure I love it for you, Ryan, just based off of, um, you know, obviously if the Pacers score – then there's a lot fewer rebounds. If the Pacers score, the Hawks are going against a set defense, which could slow things down. And I do like Indiana here. Uh, I like Indiana plus three and a half. I don't understand. Like, I get it because the Hawks are home and the books are, again, not going to want to move significantly off of the preseason power rating to after 12 games. And I get that. And they've been skeptical. Like, there's numbers in the market that are still soft on the Pacers over under. I bet them again. Um, but look, I, I have this projected. Like, the Hawks are one in five at home ATS. They're one in five this season against the spread at home. Um, I have this with a normalized home court. If we ignore the fact that the Hawks have been bad at home, you know, they face and face some tough teams. Um, even on normalized home court, I still have this Pacers minus two. I think the Pacers should be favored on the road versus the Hawks. I legitimately think that they are that much better of a team. I think the Hawks have been middling. I think the Hawks can maybe get there, but with where, like, this is not, I guess here's the thing. If you told me I could bet Pacers in January with the same players available, I wouldn't want it. If I told me I could bet it in March, I wouldn't want it. But right now, in this spot, with how Indiana's playing right now, Brian, I think the Pacers are the side at plus three and a half. I don't disagree with that, but I do think it's just going to be so much of a free-for-all offensively that in order to get there, you know, you guys are going to have to put up points. And I think for DeAndre Hunter in particular, I'm watching his season production and I'm like, okay, he's not this. I actually expected him to go a little bit in the other direction where he's sort of progressed this year. And I don't think that's mm-hmm. who he is as a player. So it's more of a bet on like, dude, you have to snap out of this slump at some point. 
And it looked like he was going to, again, against the, uh, against the 76ers, uh, a better defensive team. And it just wasn't the case because of the ejection. So it's really a bet on, okay, you're going to get soft defense here. Can you hit your shots? I was originally looking at points just for DeAndre Hunter at 13 and a half. Um, but there was just better value to go over to 18 and a half PRA. And I do think that, you know, when he has it going, he'll get you five rebounds, maybe an assist or two. So there's a bet on that as well. Um, again, not something that I love, but looking at the board tonight, I was like, man, I'm going to buy low on DeAndre Hunter because like, there's no way that he can continue doing this. Otherwise, we're going to start seeing him at 13 and a half PRA, not just points, and he'll be right in the bench because the Atlanta Hawks yeah. are in a position where even though they're not that good, I don't think, or they're not as good as to, they're not as good to me as some people may project them. I think that they're in a position where they feel like they have to win or do some winning right now. And DeAndre Hunter, I think, for now, is part of those plans. But we'll see if his play continues, if that's going to continue to be the case. Buckets is presented by BetMGM. Use bonus code ACTION when signing up to get up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if your first bet loses. For new users in Arizona, Colorado, Illinois, Indiana, Iowa, Kentucky, Louisiana, Maryland, Massachusetts, Michigan, New Jersey, Ohio, Pennsylvania, Tennessee, Virginia, West Virginia, and Wyoming. Terms and conditions apply. Must be 21 or older. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. All right, let's go to the exact opposite of this game. The exact opposite of Pacers (laughs) versus Hawks is Raptors versus Magic. Jay, I'm, I'm surprised a little bit here. I think we're, we're going to go a little head-to-head here. I'm not going to bet the Magic, but if I was going to bet, I'd be betting Orlando. Why do you like Toronto on the road uh, as a one-and-a-half-point dog versus the Magic? Well, don't be first off, don't be scared to bet what you absolutely love. That's why I say, I mean, you, you don't have to listen to me, but I am on the Raptors here. It's not the greatest of cards, but but of the five games, um, this is my best bet. Raptors plus a one and a half, and I like the way the direction that it's going as well. It was the line was at two, two and a half. It's come down to one and a half, even minus one's popping up as well. Wouldn't be a bit surprised to see if, if Fultz is uh ruled out in this game. Wouldn't be surprised the Raptors to close the favorite here. But I do like the matchup, just basketball wise, I like the matchup for the of the Raptors in this game. They match up really well. They played the Celtics really tough in their only one tournament game. They only lost that game by three points. I know it was at the house, but if you could play the Celtics that tight, um, that means that they're really caring. Obviously, with a new coach as well, they care about this in-season tournament here. So this is the Magic's first game off of a four-game road trip as well. They played four games in six nights all on the road. This is their first game back at the house. Seven of their last eight games have been in a new arena as well. So the only caveat to that is that um, they one of those were back-to-back in, in Chicago. If it weren't for that, it'd be the last eight games in a new arena here. So um, I see a Magic to have a letdown coming off a basically perfect game in Indiana, and I think the Raptors are starting to play a lot better offensively, and we know that they always play defense as well. So the fact that they're really starting to get into their offensive groove, um, I actually think they win this game. Like I think they take the Magic to smack City in this one. Give me the Raptors plus a one and a half. They should close as the favorite in this game. I don't deny that you're probably gonna. They're probably gonna take money because I think that the. I think that that the market tends to move towards Toronto. I don't necessarily know that that's, I think that's skating on a lot of reputation and it's not necessarily updated with like who this team is. Uh, I got, I got a trend for you here, but this one, since the start of last season, the Raptors as a road favorite are five and 13 against the spread at 28%. Uh, they are one and out because they were facing the Spurs. That's the only time that they've been a favorite this season on the road. The other thing I would say, 
is if we really kind of looked at, at how these games have gone, the Celtics game is a division rivalry. They're going to get up for that more than they're going to get up for almost any other game. Like we know that they're going to get up for the Celtics games, right? Like they face them a bunch. They know how to compete with those teams, et cetera. But if we look at the rest of these teams where they've gotten wins, um, they got the Wolves on opening night. That's a good win, but it's at home on opening night. Okay. Uh, they get the Bucks with the Bucks. Ha- their defense is pretty shitty this year. It's just not very good. Maybe it'll get better, but right now it's not very good. Definitely wasn't in October when they beat them. Um, the Spurs, garbage defense. The Mavericks, garbage defense. And then they got they covered mm-hmm. versus the Celtics. Great defense, number one in the league. But again, high motivation spot. And the Pistons, one of the worst teams in the league. My problem here is I'm just like, Orlando has proven they're competent. Like, they've proven that they're a pretty decent team. Even missing Fultz, even missing Wendell Carter Jr., they're pretty decent. Like, mm-hmm. they compete well. The defense in particular is solid. If you don't let the Raptors score easy, they can't score at all. Like, they got nothing. And this is going to be a rock fight, which is why probably, like, the number is right, right? Like, this is a, like, this is a coin flip game, effectively. It's pretty close to a coin flip game here. Um, I just can't get to a spot where, at home, Orlando shouldn't be more than a point-and-a-half favorite. Now, I, am I interested in betting that? No. But, like, for me, it'd be magic or nothing. Like, I don't know why you want this Toronto team against a good defense on the road, given what we've seen from how their half-court offense. Like, their half-court offense is miserable a lot of the time, Jay. They're, I don't – you know me, man. You can't talk me off. I'm on I the know. Raptors. I think they win this shit. I think they win this by double digits. This is more of a spot play, but I do like the way that they match up versus the Magic and just how they're – like, I think the Magic are going to be the team that really struggles to score in this particular spot. But first game home off a four-game yeah. um, road trip, I don't think you see the Magic looking like they've looked in recent games. Yeah, the numbers on that are really mixed. I look, I've look, i been trying to find like the trend for when they come off that road trip, and it's been really inconsistent, especially in recent years has been inconsistent. Uh, Raptors are 10th in adjusted schedule defensive rating. The Orlando Magic uh, are number three. So the, there, is, there is one team that is a much better defensive team, but we'll see. Maybe you're right, because maybe it's just like the Magic can't uh, score on the good Raptors defense, and they just run and they get buckets. I will say I haven't liked the way they've matched up. Uh, last season, they went 2-2 two and two against the Magic, uh, straight up in ATS. Mm-hmm. The Raptors won both of them at home. They lost and didn't cover in both of them on the road. So, interesting spot there. A couple other ones for you. I like Cavs, Sixers, over 220. Neither one of these defenses is really where it should be yet. Like They're just not very as good defensively as maybe they should be um, at this point in the season. It's not that they're not going to be good defenses, but... Cleveland's fourth, but it's still kind of prone to these little letdowns where they let teams put up some points. They had a really great performance. It's also a letdown spot, I think, for the defense coming off of a good win versus the defending champs and the Nuggets the other night. Philly is sixth, so I understand why this number is that low. Uh, but both these offenses are really excellent, too. Um, the Cavs are actually 13th in offense, but they're on the rise since Darius Garland and Jared Allen got back. That obviously helps them a ton. And the Sixers have the third best offense. So I think this is going to be a case of good offense beats good defense. I'll take the over at a pretty low number there. At 220. Uh, and then the final one, I'll take the Los Angeles Lakers uh, minus eight. This Jazz team, I just think, let down spot coming off of that, you know, heartbreaker loss to the Suns. Uh, tough spot mm-hmm. there. This Jazz team, I think, has had a great run in the tournament. This is basically for the, the group. I think the Lakers actually want to win this. I don't know why, but I think the Lakers mm-hmm. want to win this. So, um, Brian, I'm on Lakers they minus do. eight versus the Jazz. Am I laying too many points? No, because I was looking at that as well. Um, and that's something that I like. I mean, I, I, I don't love this Laker team, but 
I don't love this Jazz team either. And <laughs> I was also looking at I was also looking at Suns Blazers. Um, not necessarily that the Suns, you know, getting minus thirteen, but the over under being two twenty five, and I feel like that could be an under because Portland just can't score sometimes. Sort of my same concern as we were having we were having about the Magic and Bla- uh, Magic and Raptors earlier. Kind of, I kind of want the Blazers. Kind of want the Blazers plus the yeah, thirteen. Me too. Me too, man. Of, yeah, you know I yeah. love the, you know I love the Suns. But yeah. yeah, no, I I mean, and Brogdon being upgraded to questionable. I actually mm-hmm. I actually lean Blazers at plus thirteen and a half. It's way too many points to lay with the Suns who really just kind of want to win the game. But do you guys think it'll be an over? It's sort of because for me, I'm not even looking at minus thirteen plus thirteen right. as much as I'm looking at the over under because two twenty five. I mean, in modern NBA is a low number, but that's the case because the Blazers struggle offensively, yeah. and also the Same. Suns. Their son's offense can kind of come and go a little bit. Like, they can oh. score, but. You know what you look at in this game? You look for DeAndre Aiden props. You're the prop guy, oh, Brian. Yeah. But going back to mm. Phoenix in this one, he's going to have a little extra yeah. up his sleeve in this one, which could propel the Blazers to to um to cover the spread. But even more than that, uh, DeAndre Aiden, he'll have a chip on his shoulder coming into Phoenix here. Yeah, I've got the uh, Blazers projected at 91 points in this game, so I've got them pretty bad <laughs> on the offensive end. So uh, I can't get in there on the over. Um, I lean a little bit towards the under, under on this one as well. Eight and, eight and rebound prop, by the way, over under nine and a half. That's a good which number. Which I kind of like that for this game. Yeah, kinda I like points, points and rebounds. That's going to do it for Buckets. Thanks for joining us. Appreciate you guys being with us. Have a great holiday week if you celebrate. Uh, stay safe out there. Make sure to check out the Action Network app on our YouTube channel. My thanks to David Payne and our producers, as well as our video guys getting this up, including Hutton Jackson over on YouTube.com slash the Action Network. You can follow Brian Fonseca and Jay Money in the Action Network app. We'll see you guys again next week. Thanks for joining us. Till then, let's get buckets. Happy Thanksgiving, gamblers. We're thankful for you. Action Network reminds you, please gamble responsibly. If you or someone you care about has a gambling problem, help is available 24-7 at 1-800-GAMBLER.